Good morning and welcome to a, a Saturday, April 2nd edition of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. And we are delighted that you've joined us today uh, as we do our continuing study on the 10 major doctrines of Christianity. Um, we have already done uh, two doctrines, uh, soteriology, which is the doctrine of salvation, and hamartiology, which is the doctrine of sin. And we, if you were with us for those episodes, uh, we hope you were greatly blessed and edified by them. And uh, we, uh, again, are delighted that you're with us today for uh, our third doctrinal study that we're, we're beginning today, and that is the doctrine of theology or the study of God. Uh, there are so many things that we don't know about God uh, in our day-to-day -day lives. And since he is the author and finisher of our faith, uh, we need to know as much as we can about him. And uh, we're going to attempt to present that to you. Pastor is going to do that, I think, in a two-part kind of a format where we will be discussing uh, the different names of God first, and then uh, in the second part, we'll be doing uh, the attributes of God. Do I have that right, Pastor? That's correct. Okay. Uh, so get get your pens and papers ready, open your Bibles, and uh, get ready to find out some fantastic information about God. Pastor? The mic is yours, sir. Thank you, Curtis, and uh, welcome again to another uh, Christian Underground News Network. Um, the, the word news in that refers primarily to good news. The good news. Yes, sir. Now, let me start out by uh, with a caveat. Um, I want you to know something, that as we study the doctrine of theology, uh, if you were in a Bible college someplace, a good fundamental Bible-believing Bible college, um, the, the study in theology would take a whole semester. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, easily. So we're going to condense it quite a bit. And um, it's been difficult for me because there's so much I want to say and so little time to get it said. And we want to, don't want to do any damage to the doctrine uh, indeed. And so we're going to start with the doctrine of theology, and that is the study of God, God the Father. Um, in subsequent uh, doctrinal studies, we'll study Christology, the, mm -hmm. the study of the Son, and pneumatology, uh, the study of the Holy Spirit, of the Holy Spirit. So let's, um, let's begin our study by by uh, saying this, I think it was Shakespeare who once said, what's in a name? Yeah. Yeah. And, right. so, and so we thought it wise at, to, um, to do what some of the other theologians have done in their books is to study the names of God first because they're so pregnant with meaning that if you, if you understand the names for God in their original languages, 
you can pretty much understand his attributes, which we'll do uh, subsequently. But let's begin this. There are, uh, in, in, um, I, I'm, I'm using um, some of the material from a book that I already talked about. It's called All the Doctrines of the Bible by Herbert Lockyer. Uh, Zondervan was the publisher. And it's, it's been around for uh, quite a number of years. It's been in my library for oh, probably uh, 15, 20 years, maybe longer. Um, and uh, I think the, the content is very, very good. Uh, but we're going to try and condense things. Um, as I said, Shakespeare once said, what's, what's in a name? And so what's in the name of God? There's so much about God uh, that's contained in his name. Now, uh, in the Old and New Testament, there are 18 different names used to translate into the word God. And, and uh, they're all uh, pertinent as to uh, part of his uh, character, or almost totally his character. And so let's begin with the names of God. There are two, actually three major names names for God. One is L, E-L. E-L. And then there's the plural form in the Hebrew. Now, I'm not a Hebrew um, uh, um, student, I guess I would call it. Uh, I'm not a not an a expert, Hebrew scholar. Not but... a scholar, but I do know some Hebrew. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's just what I get from others in my studies. So the three names are L, which is the singular, Elohim, which is the plural, and it indicates that there's the Trinity of God. And then there's the word Jehovah. Now, there, there are 18 different names of a God, and we're going to have to go through this in, in the hour that we're given. And I've already taken uh, almost seven minutes to introduce uh, this doctrine. So let's get right into it. Okay. All right. The first name, uh, and the probably the oldest name for God, is El, and and that word means to be strong. It means to have power. It means to have might. That's in the Hebrew meaning of. And that's the Hebrew meaning. Okay. And um, uh, and that expresses the general the general idea of God, and you'll find this. Uh, this word used, and we'll give you some scriptures. But we're probably going to uh, deal more with the plural mm -hmm. form of the word, which is Elohim. Because that's almost introduced right away in the first chapter of the book of uh, the Bible, in Genesis chapter 1. Yeah, and the reason uh, that we're, we need to study theology is the Bible starts out in Genesis chapter 1, uh, verse 1, in the beginning, God. L. L. In the beginning, God. Mm -hmm. L. By the way, in the vinyl chapter, just three three verses from the end of the book of Revelation, God is the last deity mentioned. So from beginning to end, it's all about God. Amen. All right. So let's look at his names. And from his names, we'll find a lot about him. Um, the, uh, the word L means uh, to, uh, to be strong, to be powerful, 
to have might and and that, that expresses the general idea of God. And L is linked to uh, a, a lot of the other descriptive titles of God. And in the following names, we'll see that. For instance, the next word I want to show you is the word Elohim. Now, Elohim is a plural and, um, and probably a plural uh, of that sort. Uh, it's the Hebrew plural. It's the Hebrew plural. And, and the pattern is... Uh, you know, Elohim, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and like seraphim, cherubim for angels, those all end in I am. Which That's is right, and it's all, it's all plural. And so it talks about uh, God's fullness or his greatness. Um, he has a plurality of powers that uh, suggests that that's the Trinity. Um, God is Elohim. And this term is used about 2,500 times in the Old Testament. Wow. Wow. So it's a pretty prominent name. Yes. Um, and uh, and it, as we said time and again, it means uh, the par excellence or the plenitude of, of might. You've never seen anything like it, never will. Never has been anything like God's power, his might, his strength. And so that's what Elohim denotes. Then there's El Elijah. It means the most high God. How do you spell that, Dad? E-L, there's two words, uh -huh. e, capital E-L, capital E-L-I-J-O-N in English letters, El Elijah. El Elijah. That's correct. El Elijah. Uh, so... Uh, just just so you know how to spell these these names, uh, we, we should probably include that because if if we those can. that are taking notes will want that. Probably. I think so, and it means the Most High God, and points and and we'll find that that's that's what he's called in Genesis fourteen eighteen, the Most High God. Mm -hmm. All right, and it points to um, oh the exalted nature of God. He's he's the he's to be the sole object of our reverence and our worship. Um, I, I heard recently where one of our, um, phony politicians said that the problem with America is we worship guns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is our worship of, no, no. Our problem in America is our worship of God. We don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's, uh, he's to be the sole object of our reverence and worship. Um, his prerogative as possessor of heaven and earth to distribute the earth among the nations as he deems best is found in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 8. The next name is, so we've seen he's full of might and, and, he's, uh, and, he, he, and his plural talks about his plenitude or his completeness of his might. Uh, and El Elijah, the most high God. Points to his exalted nature. Then the next one is El Hai. E L, capital H A I, describes him as the living God. Uh, and then there's El Allah. Now understand, yeah. this is not a Muslim term. That's right. As the faithful God. Then we have. El Shaddai, it, 
It's, it's spelled S-H-A-D-D-A-I, and it means the Almighty God. It portrays him as um, the strength giver, the satisfier, the all-sufficient one who enriches and he makes fruitful. Uh, for scripture references, you might want to write down Genesis 28, verses 3 and 4. John 15, verse 2. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 10, talks about God's might. It talks about his overpowering might. He, he controls all the powers of nature and makes them move his per, um, serve his purpose. He, he's the God omnipotent. He's the God of all, of all power. He's almighty. Then we see the next one is El Olam. And How do you spell that? O, capital O-L-A-M. O-L-A-M, okay. And he's the everlasting God. Okay. I've had students ask me, well, you know, we love God and everything. We know he exists, but, and we know he made everything, but who made God? And my answer is simple. Nobody. 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 He's always existed. He has always existed. Now you say, well, I don't understand that. Well, there are some things that you're not going to understand till you get to be in heaven with God. That's right. The Apostle Paul said in, in uh, 1 Corinthians 13, but he says, but now we see, we see through, through a glass darkly, darkly, but then face to face, and then shall I know, even as also I am known. So you'll have to un understand this, that you're not going to understand everything that's right but our our job is to teach you all, all of the things about god in a short period of time that we can mm -hmm. so that your worship would be enhanced mm -hmm. he's the everlasting god uh, psalm uh, 90 verse 2 it, it talks him as being from everlasting to everlasting thou art god and by the way, he's also the God over everlasting things. That's right. That's right. Um, now, there's these are compound names for God. L, and then uh, the rest of the name tells you about his attribute. Okay. Uh, several compound names of God revealing him uh, as one, well, able to meet man's every need, and, and, and what glorious names these are. It's, 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 it's amazing. Now, now let's go into the, the, the name Jehovah. Mm. That's the one I like. The word Jehovah means I am that I am. Really? That's right. That's what it means. I am. When uh, It means I, uh, uh, I'm everlasting. Uh, I never had a beginning. I'm not going to have an end. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm the center of the circle. But it's a circle that doesn't have any boundaries, no circumference. That's right. And, and that's what he's trying to tell us. That was, with, the, that was the voice Moses heard out of the burning bush. I am. I am. That's right. I am that I am. Yeah. In fact, Moses said to, to God in the burning bush, said, who shall I say sent me? And he says, tell him I am that I am. Yeah. Well, that covers... Everything it does. Okay. So then there's Jehovah Elohim. Uh, now I've already spelled the old Elohim for you. Jehovah Elohim, Genesis chapter 2, 
verses 4, 7, 15, and 16. Uh, uh, this, this compound uh, emphasizes God's deity, God's creator relationship, his relationship to Israel, as well as moral authority over man, and, and it talks about his redemptive power. Genesis chapter 2, verses 16, Genesis 17, or 2, verses 17 through 24. All these things are talking about creative things, but God's the God of, of everything. He created it all. Um, and it talks about um, his redemptive power. Uh, and then Jehovah Jireh, that's J-I-R-E-H. And I like to spend a whole lot of time on this, but we're we're crunched for time, so we want to get in the basics. Right. And it means the Lord will provide. Yeah. And it refers to Genesis chapter 22, verse 14. Yeah. What don't you have, believer? You have not because, because you, you ask not. Yeah. Our God, he is the Jehovah Jireh. He is the provider of all things. Um, he's, he's able to provide all that man and beast require. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And, and by the way, this also intimates the provision he made for us on Calvary. It certainly does. The pre provided for you and for me and for everybody that drew breath. A sacrifice, and that sacrifice was his precious son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Isn't that amazing? Yes. <laughs> I, I, I'm getting goosebumps even as I speak. Then the next name is Jehovah Rapha. That's capital R-A-P-H-A. And it and it's, means the Lord that healeth thee. Now, we talked about the doctrine of soteriology. Yes. And we talked about the doctrine of sin. Yes. And we, every human being, needs a healing more than anything else. Absolutely. From the infection in the human race called sin. Yes. Well, who takes care of that? Jehovah. Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Rapha. The Lord that healeth thee. And it says that in Exodus 15, verse 26. First Chronicles 7, 14. That's right. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal, heal their land. Jehovah Rapha is will hear from heaven that's right and, and he is the land. great healer now while the context in exodus 15 talks about physical healing of course the deeper healing is what the verse you just quoted curtis uh, about the healing of the soul no one else can do that that's right jehovah rapha can does and has and ever and will, will. Yeah. and ever will. Jehovah Rapha. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> then there's Jehovah Nissi. Uh, that's capital N-I-S-S-I. -S -S -I. 
and it means the Lord, our banner. And what it's talking about is the banner of victory. That's right. I am telling you, uh, I get goosebumps when I sing the national anthem of our country. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, 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 say does that banner, yes, still yet wave. That's right. Or the land of the free and the home of the brave. That's the banner. Our, Our flag is the banner. And so God is our flag, our banner of victory. That's right. The symbol of our very uh, of our victory um it, it says it says in several places uh we are more than conquerors through him who loved us yes. uh, and first corinthians 15 says with thanks be to god which gives us the victory god wants us to be winners that's right by the way winners of what well, the battle of life, and we can be victors in that if we look to the God of the banner. We can be victors if we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, victory over sin. That's right. And I, I don't mean just original sin. I mean all, all our sin. Yeah. Jehovah Nisi. Jehovah Nisi. Then there's Jehovah Shalom. I think everybody's heard the word Shalom. The God of peace. The Jews, even to this day, greet each other with Shalom. That's right. Peace. Jehovah Shalom. The Lord, our peace. Or the Lord who will send our peace. And we see that in Judges chapter 6, verse 24. There's peace for the guilty sinner. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4. Colossians chapter 1. Verse 20. Thessalonians, uh, he shall meet all. No, I'm thinking of a different, I'm thinking of a different reference. Yeah, and Lord even chides some people for saying uh, peace, peace when there is no peace. Well, there is no peace without Jehovah Shalom. The peace that passeth all understanding. He is the peace. Provided by Mm -hmm. Jehovah Jehovah Shalom. Shalom. So he provides peace for us. Then there's Jehovah Ra'ah. That's capital R-A-A-H. The first A is a long A, and the second one is short one is pronounced Jehovah Ra'ah. And then that's the God that's talked about in Psalm chapter 23. The Lord Uh, is my shepherd. shepherd. That's right. Yep. Psalm 23, verse 1. Psalm 22 speaks of peace through the blood of, of the cross, and, and, and it's a shepherd's psalm. Um, uh, the this, this Savior shepherd uh, in his own blood, uh, blood-washed ones is in a hostile world. John chapter 10, verse 11. Um, sheep need a shepherd. There's no question about it. It's scientific. It's historical. Uh, it's biological. Sheep need a shepherd. You don't put a bunch of sheep in the field without a shepherd. They don't know what to do. 
yeah, what happens is Isaiah 53, 6, I think all, all we like sheep have gone astray without a shepherd. That's what happens we to We go him. astray. And so I'm so glad that the Lord is my shepherd. Wow. This is, this is getting so much fun, I can hardly stand it. <laughs> then there's Jehovah, and this one's hard to pronounce, but I'm going to get it pronounced correctly, I believe. It's Jehovah Tzidkenu, uh, and you spell that T-S-I-D-K-E-N-U. And wow, when I think of what this word means. Yeah, I, I mean, again, I, I, I'm getting goosebumps. It means the Lord, our righteousness. <laughs> you know, in Romans chapter three, it says there's none righteous. No, not one. No, not one. He's talking about people who are all under sin. That's He's right. talking about pe people who are saved now, but weren't. Right. And there was no righteousness. All, all our works are like filthy rags, the Bible says. And you cannot do any righteousness aside from believing the God of righteousness. Once in Genesis, uh, once in Romans, once in Galatians, and once in the, in the book of James, we see these words. Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. for righteousness. And so, folks, there is none righteous. No, not one. Not until you believe God, that, that, that Tzidkenu, who said, who said, for God so loved the world. Yeah. And he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth, oh, in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Did you, we, in our doctrine on soteriology, we just harped on the word believe, 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 believe. And that's what it's all about. Your righteousness is contained in your belief. That's right. By the way, if you go get baptized in water before you're saved, that's not even a work of righteousness. No. That's a righteousness of filthy rags. No, we've got to believe God that said Canu yep. for righteousness. Then there's Jehovah Sabaoth, capital S-A-B-O-A-T-H, Sabaoth. And that means the Lord of hosts. And we'll see that in 1 Samuel 1, 3 and Psalm chapter 24, 10. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it implies, um, God's power, God's supremacy in every realm. Mm -hmm. We, we like to talk about the power of prayer. Well, the power is in, is with God. That's right. The prayer brings his power to us. Yeah. And so, um, that's why we're told to draw nigh to God. And he will draw nigh to you. We, and we that's make right. the first move. That's right. And so he's the Jehovah Sabaoth. Um, God's power. God's supremacy. In every realm. The Lord of hosts. Yeah. 
what is what is the what is the song go goes he owns the cattle on a thousand hills yeah. huh yeah yeah and i and i love that that and he does you, you say well that belongs to rancher so and so no 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 everything belongs to god and you ought to treat it like it does right. and he and then we sing he uh, owns the rivers and the rocks and rills. Uh, the sun and stars that shine. But let's go back. Let's 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 go talk about that hill. Yeah. That that the cattle were, were on. Okay. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Where was Christ crucified? On a hill that he himself created. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Think of that. The Lord of hosts. Yeah, the Lord of Sabaoth. Then there's Jehovah Shammah. Again, uh, again, and, and we're going to have to take a break in just about a minute. A minute and a half. And so let's do this Jehovah Shammah. And it means the Lord is present. Oh, yeah. What a precious name. It's How do you spell that? Is it S-H-A-M-M-A-H. Okay. The Lord's. What a precious name this is. Uh, it promises God's abiding presence with his people. And Jesus said, Lo, I am with you always, right. even unto the end of the age. Right. We'll find uh, about this in Psalm 1611, Psalm uh, 46, 7 or 11, Matthew 28, 20, Hebrews 3, 15, Jehovah. Shama, the Lord is present. He's here now. He's here now. He's here with Curtis and I. He's in our hearts. He dwells in us by his Holy Spirit. His presence is always here. We don't always Amen. honor it, but it's here. Amen. Well, let's take a break for a moment. Okay. 